It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Some big stuff coming up. Yeah, we do. We're yeah. doing Mamma Mia. What? Who's who's doing Mamma Mia? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you know what? Let's go back. Let's start at the beginning. A very good place to start. You're such a nerd. <laughs> 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 well, nobody knows who you are because we're all we're all hanging out. This is different for us because we're usually in the recording room. But I feel like we're in the interrogation room now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We've got the I'm lights on, so. <laughs> Where were you last Tuesday? No, you're like I was at rehearsal. Uh, exactly, probably. So with us today, we have a little bit of a crowd here, so let's just go down the line. I'm not going to introduce myself, because if people are listening to this and they don't know who I am, that's weird and creepy. They might have just found you in like a search. Mm-hmm. Interesting what would you search white for? women oh, in Columbus, it. Ohio. That's, that's how you describe <laughs> That's what I get. (laughs) Interesting white women in specifically, where do you live? Westerville? Oh, let's tell everybody. Can you give Uh, out my address too? No. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't have sat next to each other. Uh, It might be trouble. We're (laughs) we're just going to fight the whole time. Anyway, tell us who you are. Okay. We'll get into what you do, but just tell us who you are first. I'm Heidi Koch. I'm Erin Hollibaugh. I'm Linda Cochran. David Baggett. I'm Krista Stoffer. I live in Westerville and I'm an interesting white woman. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's good. (laughs) Should I put that on my resume? I think so. Headline? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like in the next breakdown that I write for like a show I'm directing, it's going to be like (laughs) Maria Von Trapp. Interesting maybe white woman. <laughs> that kind of narrows your casting to a horrific level, doesn't it? I don't, I don't know that'd be very approved right now. No. But there are things you can't change. I could be less interesting. That's true. You People could be, probably think I'm you less You could maybe be more interesting. Uh, I don't ah! mean that, like, that you're not interesting <laughs> this now. This is going all sorts of places. I know, I feel like we got a really bad start no, to this whole thing. we don't, we don't get a bad thing. start. We're just going to have fisticuffs after it's all said. No. <laughs> but you guys are here today on a day off, which is nice, because you've been working since January? January 20th. Okay. But this is partial, a, a little bit of the cast, a little bit of the directorial, and and also part of the whole organization in itself for Mamma Mia through Nationwide Children's it's Butterfly now, right? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. It's called the Butterfly Guild. The Butterfly yeah. Guild. It was Pleasure Guild up until last year. It was Pleasure Guild up until last, last year. Last year. Yeah. yeah. Changed it. Is it just to kind of keep with the Butterfly theme? Do we know? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like the name better. Mm-hmm. I do like it a lot better. You don't have to explain it as much. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. People don't go, what? What's interesting, though, is I always... Every time I heard it, my mind went to, we represent the Butterfly Guild. Isn't there a... 
Butterfly Guild? It's not. No, no it's the Lullaby League and the Lollipop League. The Lollipop Pop Guild. Guild. The mm-hmm. Guild. Yeah, the Lollipop Guild. But Butterfly fits perfectly in there. Yeah, it does. So maybe you should have every cast sing, we represent the Butterfly Guild. Right? No, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're directing and I'm not. Because I would make that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you guys are, are here to represent the, the production that's that's going up soon. I mean, we talk in terms of when, but today, when everyone will hear it, will be Tuesday. But you guys will be opening the show. Yeah, three days later, the 29th, or 28th, 28th? February 28th, 29th, March 1st. Wow. Okay, so... Linda, probably you'd be the one to, to fill me in on this. Tell me about the organization in itself. Okay, so the um, Butterfly Guild is a group of women mm-hmm. that are, it's an auxiliary branch okay. of Nationwide Children's Hospital okay. that has been around for 100 years. Is it really? Actually. Oh my gosh. And But the last 60 years they have been putting on a play to raise money for the hospital Mm -hmm. and now we specifically raise money for hospice and palliative care for the hospital last year they raised three hundred thousand dollars oh my gosh just through the production just through the production okay and the um i think over the past, since it's been, and they've raised like $4 million since, you know, it's, the organization yeah. has started. That's amazing. And, and every dollar goes right back to the, yeah. Every dollar goes, yes, now specifically to hospice and palliative care. Okay. But it's a group of women volunteers. We're all volunteers. Mm-hmm. And we come together to put on a beautiful mm-hmm. Broadway musical, yeah, and um, it's a lot of work, and um, but everybody's there for the reason mm-hmm. to raise funds right. for the right for the hospital. Very cool. Sixty years of doing this. I had no idea. I think this could be the sixty third, sixty third show. That oh, that's so done. cool. And Little Mermaid was last year. Yep, and Beauty and the Beast was before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Then, far back, so then they then they did a gala like a, okay. oh, a, that's right. a soiree, yeah. yeah. And then they did Mary Poppins before that. Very good. Mm-hmm. And they're huge shows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They are huge shows. Um, uh, I mean, we 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 do a lot in one week of you know s- between the sets and the costumes. Yeah, because um, you're not even you haven't had costumes or anything yet, right? We we do have the costumes. Oh, you have okay. We've seen them. We've but you're not in the space yet. No, we don't even get into the space until uh, tomorrow. We load the set in, and then Monday we start like a Q to Q in oh the evening. Gosh. So we have four hours to do a Q to Q, and then our lighting designer. No I know, and then our lighting designer, <laughs> um, he has three days to focus oh and light the show in the in, in a little small theater known yeah. as the palace theater mm-hmm. yeah but he's done it for the last 
this will be his third year. Who's doing your uh, Matt Hazard. Okay. Um. So he this will be his third year working in this space, and he's also a union member okay. and works with those guys. Yeah. Down so at the palace to. and at the um, Southern and mm-hmm. at the other union houses. Um. And and um. Picnic with the pops. So, so he's used to this. Yeah, he can whip it out pretty quickly, and okay. then just uh, tweak as he goes. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So you guys started rehearsing in January, mm-hmm. like frequently throughout the week or just a couple days each week? Yeah, Sunday through Thursday, basically. Okay. And how many are in this cast total? How many are it's in the cast, It's not huge, Aaron? is it? <laughs> Do you know, Eric? Like, I don't know. Is it? I mean, it's in the 20s, you right? Purchased, it's 20, you it's haven't 24. purchased your gifts. I was going to say 24, 28. <laughs> I just wrote everyone's me. opening night cards, so I know that there's 24. I also cast the show, so I know that there's 24. As a director, you probably ought to know how many. Yeah. It'd be good. To yeah. Know. There are some shows that I've directed where I'm like, I think there's 30. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's four. But that's I don't usually know. because there's like someone who doesn't show up a lot, and I'm like, I don't actually really know if they're still in the show. But <laughs> that's great. I've had to take them out of so many numbers. I don't really even know yeah. if I count them for being in the opening and closing. I do understand that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mainly high school well, when yes. that happens. Yes. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Wow. That's so. I mean, that's a. On verging on big cast, not huge, but it's on that stage, it's not way smaller than it than it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for a while, uh, Butterfly Guild was doing productions with you know 50, 60 people in the cast, and they would have a lot of kids in the show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and Beauty and the Beast, I think we had 30, 36, mm-hmm. included thirty seven, including the kid, the the little kids we had in it. Um, and Little Mermaid, we only have twenty five. Okay. So. Yeah. Those are pretty specific, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. I'm just, a, I just believe my theory of like directing, and I think Heidi feels the same way because we usually talk through like what we're thinking, how many people we need in the show mm-hmm. is if you're going to ask somebody to donate their time, mm-hmm. you know, for four or five or six weeks of their life, yeah. five nights a week from being away from their family, if they've got kids, if they've got a spouse. Um, do, do you really want to do all that to be like chorus person number 35 in the back row of a theater where like no one's even going to know that you were there mm-hmm. or you weren't? Yeah. Right. And so I, I want to make sure that my cast always feels like valued and yeah. that their time on stage is like their time on stage. Mm-hmm. So. But what I, what I have seen and what I love, because I usually know like if not all your cast, most of your cast, mm-hmm. is that everybody is doing it for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I firmly believe in what this this production is about, what it stands for, and I'm excited to do that. That's, oh, yeah, for that's sure. That's the comment I've heard throughout the years from everybody that's ever participated in it. Yeah, Which there's is, nothing really like it Yeah, when you get up you know, on that stage. And I used to perform in Butterfly Guild shows growing up, and mm-hmm. um, there's just, yeah, there's just nothing like that energy which Aaron is going to experience for the first time yeah. right. you have not been on the palace no. stage nope. I'm so excited <laughs> is it hard when you get into the space with such little time to have to I mean spacing rehearsals for a typical show Heidi yeah. right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean usually when you have a spacing rehearsal it's like a whopping day or two that it's mm-hmm. everybody has to readjust and you don't yes, get that time. I, nope. So I've gotten really good at prioritizing and, you know, yeah. hitting the most important stuff first and, you know, but also having myself organized so that I can just really, like, 
crank it out. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm just very on the pay attention. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Look at where you are. Mm-hmm. Don't forget where yeah. you are. Memorize that number. Uh-huh. Go there every time. So, sense. usually people are pretty good about yeah. remembering. Yeah. So. Keep notes. It works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was trying to get that to my children that I taught this morning. Keep like, notes. you guys are all Keep writing notes. this down, right? And about five of them just looking at me. I'm like, are you, did you write that down? No. <laughs> and I don't let, and I don't really like my cast to take notes. You don't like your cast? No. I don't like my casts to take notes on their phone. No. Because. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, in gen- <laughs> well, I'm not really looking Austin. out into the audience. Um, I'm not looking out in the house or in the, you know, mm-hmm. the area where you guys sit, but because I'm just zooming through it. But mm-hmm. there's something like physically writing it out. Mm-hmm. Like there's some. You mean actor memory. notes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And also, I don't know if you're actually on your like typing mm-hmm. notes or if you just got a text from, you know, your mm-hmm. girlfriend or you're saying like, when are right. you coming home? Bring you home know. bread. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> you, you just dismissed the note that I yes. just gave you, Absolutely. you know, so being present. For also that. for me, like writing it in the script, oh, yeah. it should be in there because that's where I'm yeah, looking it's back like your, to. It becomes so you, like your, your, you know, religious text for, yeah. you know, however long yeah. the show is. I think so. once you actually write something, it's committed to memory yep. a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Mm. You, you guys really, I can, I can hear by the conversation. This is like the down to the wire <laughs> time. Mm-hmm. Like stress levels are super <laughs> yeah. high. And it's funny. Like it's a stressful situation, but I don't feel stressed out about it because yeah. I feel like we're ready. So it's just stressful because it's just, I mean, it's part of the theater week. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think we all feel really ready. Yeah, which is excited. nice. That's like, awesome. So I don't feel like, <laughs> yeah. we can't do that. Yeah, or yes. just like, okay, get sleep. And, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and one thing that I learned over the um, years of either being in the shows, mm-hmm. even when I was a kid, um, to directing them now in the first year I did Beauty and the Beast our set was massive mm. and we rented it and they told us when we rented it, the company was like, it's really easy to put up. It comes up in one day. You'll be <laughs> fine. Seven true. hours tops. <laughs> it took three full days for them to get it up because it was so big Awful. and the directions were oh wrong and it was like missing parts. And we were trying to piece things together that didn't make sense. And um, the truck arrived late. It oh, just, of course. it was mm-hmm. a, it was a, it God was bless a, those union workers. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah. Um, I mean, they went into overtime, like on the, uh, the oh, se- by the say. second day, I think they were already into overtime third day of the week. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. So wow. one thing I've learned that makes it really smooth is like, um, you know, Bill Goldsmith's rule of thumb is always like, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we're looking at the designs, it's like, we need to take this design and then simplify it down by like 50% and still allow it to be beautiful and mm-hmm. nice and aesthetically pleasing to the eye but you know when we can use a drop to represent Mm -hmm. a location so you're not bringing in real sand no there's no real sand but it is a beautiful set that's That's awesome lots of bougainville (laughs) i'm sorry what i i'm on keto i don't think i can eat that flowers flowers. um yeah and like aaron won't have seen the set until you have not seen oh my gosh no. So this will all be. You, you guys are just gonna walk around. Is this yeah, tomorrow? You go in. Tomorrow. They go no, in. We Monday. don't yeah. Monday. Monday. Everybody's will just gonna be like slack jawed. It'll be all up by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. So cool. She's gonna break in. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it tore the set. Oh wow! Luckily, it's it's not a big set. I mean, no. there's a, there's yeah. about three different pieces that we utilize, and one of them turns around and okay. Edie's Edie Dinger, who oh, also went amazing. to Otterbein. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of Otterbeining out. Yeah, today. I know. <laughs> um, she uh, she designed a really beautiful set and painted she it, She's you know, amazing. beautifully. And yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. I'm excited. Just, it's always fun to see it all up there. Yeah. It's like down and, you know. So do you just live at the theater then from like Monday through the weekend? Monday through, well, Sunday really, tomorrow. Sunday through Sunday. We're there for eight days. Um, we don't get there until like for rehearsals every night until like four. And That's we okay. ha- And then we have to be out by 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we get six hours, but actually only like four hours mm-hmm. on stage. Yeah. You know, so it's, we, we move fast yeah. and we follow like a very strict schedule. And when we say start at seven o'clock, we start at seven o'clock, mm-hmm. you know. You have to. Yeah. I mean, this time anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Knock on table. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. they're like, uh, do you know what's interesting? I was just thinking about, I, 20 years ago, I was in, um, when it was Pleasure Guild, mm-hmm. I was a play chair 20 years ago. Wow. So now I came back 20 years later. But when I was in it 20 years ago, the um, ladies of the guild mm-hmm. made all the sets. Really? We, made all the, we sewed all the costumes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We made all the props. They did all the, back, yeah. the backstage. And now it's become what it's evolved into. Mm-hmm. It's so professional. Yeah with you know set designer and costume designer and I think um, Suzanne really changed that when she came on as director Susanna she, Susanna Seta, Seta. Seta. Mm-hmm. she changed yeah, a lot of it she really upped the game yeah. a bit and said you know if you're going to be you know wanting to fill this theater then um you know we can really utilize a lot of resources mm-hmm. that resources that we have here are people pretty time. apt i mean as far as costumes and sets are people pretty apt to donate their time for that too or is that something that has to go into the budget of it no it goes into the budget okay. um we can get things you know we the the guild works hard to get donated. things donated oh, yeah. um you know there's a lumber company that donated everything at cost for us so it nice. saves us about 50 percent yeah um uh you know with a show like mama mia we we were able to get most of the stuff that we mm-hmm. were wearing, that everyone's wearing at thrift stores or right. pulled from people's own closets. A Half of easier, the wardrobe probably. came from Linda's closet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and a lot of the props. Patterns. A lot of the props came from my house. A there lot of the good. props we use this year actually belong to you know guild members yeah. or friends. This or... is a little bit of an easier show than something like Mermaid, probably as far as actually, props. Mermaid and... didn't have any props. Really, Mermaid really oh, doesn't yeah. have a lot of props. It's you know most of it we were able to get on Amazon, but um, Beauty and the Beast had a lot of props, yeah. a lot yeah. of like townsfolk things like baskets of bread and mm-hmm. grapes and I don't know the baguettes. <laughs> yeah, hurry yeah. up, the baguettes. Hurry up. Yeah. And then every time they said Marie, the baguettes, hurry up. I was like, where do you need me? <laughs> get it, David. Oh! <laughs> Chris was tired. I was like, bread? Is that a nickname? They call Murray? Do they call you Murray? Who's Murray? Oh, like Marie. 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 The baguettes. Hurry up. Sorry. Oh, Lord. Gracious. So you are playing Sophie. 
I am. <laughs> Sophie, is, tell us who she is in the show, within the context. So, Sophie is Donna Sheridan's daughter. Who's Donna Sheridan? Donna is <laughs> one of the dynamos. Um, she um, built this whole island, well, not the island, but the Taverna, yeah. and she's made it to what it is now. And um, her daughter, Sophie, is getting married. And so she is, I guess, a little frantic, Donna. She, yeah. I don't know if frantic's the right word, but she's getting ready for her daughter's wedding. And it's she, a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Donna, or Sophie ends up finding her mom's journal and goes mm-hmm. through it, and she finds out, you know, she has three possibilities for a father and invites them to the wedding. And that just kind of sets up. The whole story. And it's musical Maury Povich, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and Sophie's very much like her mom. She's very um, headstrong. She's very, you know, she wants, she's very determined. Yeah. So yeah. she, you know, she finds out that she could maybe invite them, and she does, and she's trying to make it happen. She wants to meet them. In all honesty, <laughs> it's a crazy thought. Like, pretty, pretty ballsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, yeah. children. That means... We're, go- we're moving on. Um, <laughs> there's not going to be that many kids listening to this one. <laughs> she's very she's very brave. That's, yeah. I mean, that, that's crazy. Like, we are so, not going to be able to put this down as a children's podcast this time. I'm we sorry. don't have any children's podcast. We've had kids on podcasts, and we do our best to be like, no bad words, no uh, bad words. No. You do fine. I know I do. I have to rein it in. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sophie, Sophie's caused a lot of drama, really. And you do find out at the end who the father is. No, you have to come see the show to, to find out. Find it. <laughs> out. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this. because this time it's a different person. It's a surprise. It's like a make your choose your own adventure. Yes. <laughs> it's like Drew. Fill it out before we stand it in the It's like that's a good idea. It's like an interactive mama me. That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Right, go out in the audience. There you go. Like who won the award? <laughs> who do you want to be the dad? Yeah. <laughs> Donate a dollar to vote and then you get more money. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, man. Oh, we, yeah. we should do that in the lobby. Uh-huh. And then you could have like a four. Who do you oh, want yeah. to Who is the dad? Really throw things who do you off? think the dad is? Yep. Uh, and then you can draw from the winners. And they can get a, get a, a kiss mug. from Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give them like a mug oh. or something. <laughs> Here's another gift Some, bag. Yeah. I think something like you so know. So are we never can... gonna co-direct? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> so something they could put like you know in their house to remember. I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. You should totally do that. Make a little extra. Mm-hmm. Try. It. We're, there you uh, go, Linda. We're trying to raise every dollar that we can. So, you know, might be. There you idea. go. Thank you can take it. That. Absolutely. <laughs> so you have. You call them the dynamos, the, the, the mother and the friends, yes. Mm-hmm. What is their role to you? Well, to to Sophie, they're her aunts. Mm-hmm. She calls them her aunts. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Tanya and Rosie. Okay. And um, they, she hasn't seen them in a while, in a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tanya, it's been longer, but she's still very close with them. And because of Donna, I think. Donna has shared stories and stuff with about right. um, the dyna- maybe not the dinosaurs per se, but Rosie mm-hmm. and Tanya. Yeah. So yeah. Um, she knows that they're important to Donna. So okay. they're important to Sophie as well. That's awesome. And so, give us a couple of names of people who's who are who's playing your mother. Uh, Michelle Winterberry. Okay. She's playing Donna. Okay. <laughs> is it 
is it hard for you to, st- I mean, clearly you're a daughter, you know. Um, so I know that part of it's not hard. We're just going into general acting here. How Very you- method. Yeah. I'm going to study being a daughter. But is it, because there's such a family dynamic, like what sort of stuff did you, you and, and she do to kind of get into that family feel there? Um, I think it does help that her and I... Um, We've been pretty close over the years. We've only done one other show together. Okay. It was like 10 years but ago. But you did know each other. But we okay. did. We knew each other ahead of time, and yeah. we've always been rooting for each other and been wanting to do a show together. Um, we actually auditioned for another show as mo- wanting to be mother and daughter Aww. a while ago. Yeah. And didn't get that one, but we... Because you were waiting for this yeah, one. Yeah, that's exactly what we thought. We were like, this is this is it. <laughs> so she is kind I wonder of like... Sh- I'm trying to be like, what show is that? The one that we auditioned for? Yeah. You don't have to say. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Side language. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have guessed that was next to normal. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um... It's a really uplifting show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Lovely. That show. That That's show probably, and this show definitely... Probably not going to be on the, the Butterfly Guild list anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shows we can't do. What is the... Hold on. Hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. I am holding it. So you guys knew each other ahead of time. What about mm-hmm. the three dads? Tell us who they are. So I actually, I only knew Ross, Charlie. Mm-hmm. He's playing Harry. Um, but Tim and um, Doug, I hadn't known before. But okay. I don't know how to explain it. I think when we all started talking, I mean, I think it also helps their educators, their yeah. teachers. They, yep. you know. I'm used to it, and I am too, so we kind of all mm-hmm. bonded over that. But we all just became really close very fast. That's awesome. Um, and we've been able, I think, to create a really good bond. I think I have a good bond with each of the dads, and it, very... I think it shows. And who's so. playing your your fiance? <laughs> um, that is Justin. Okay, <laughs> Justin Labelle. Is that how you say his last yeah, name? Yeah, Labelle. Labelle. No relation to Patty. Yeah, no. no. Okay. Different skin color. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ah. That's the only yeah. <laughs> I'm having coffee right now. Distant We're just... <laughs> relative. <laughs> what did she sing? Didn't she do one of the Disney songs? I'm a. I don't know. Do I was gonna say make up a song. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a natural woman. No, that's not no. Patty Labelle. Who sang that song? Cause... You make me feel. I'm just gonna oh, Google gosh. it. Google Why it. can't I think of it? I. We digress. There's somebody listening to the podcast Why? right now. I know. Now. No, you're I'm screaming. This is what happens. Yeah. Call in. Everybody <laughs> listening. They, I get I get emails <laughs> or, or messages. I can't believe you didn't know that. I'm like, Aretha, I am. Aretha Franklin. Oh, Aretha. Yeah. oh yeah. The queen of soul. We just have all known her. For a fleeting moment, I went, is it Aretha Franklin? No. Uh-huh. Patty LaBelle. For some reason, I thought it was like. Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's man. I feel um, like a woman. That's it. <laughs> and the quality between those two songs is so emblematic of who they are. But they both so are. The same page. But they both are very like. Don't if, even if dig I was gonna, <laughs> If I was gonna audition for a show about Patti LaBelle's life, I mean Aretha's life. I would sing Shania Twain. Why? Man, I feel like a woman. Because you make me feel like a natural woman. Man, I feel like a woman. No. It's like, it like No, fits. bad audition choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably just sing I Got Rhythm from Crazy <laughs> <Yeah. Pretty Girl. laughs> 
Who would ask for anything more? I had a teacher one time tell me, young, young, I was very young, they said, when in doubt, just sing I Got Rhythm. Seriously? Yeah, for any audition. I will not be telling my acting students. Have you done that? No. You've never auditioned with that? No. I used to sing the narrator's song from Joseph when I was a little kid, and I'd come in like this, you know, little 10-year-old. I auditioned once with Close Every Door. See? Yeah. I was probably at that audition, and I was probably singing way, way back many centuries ago. (laughs) They're like, what's up with Joseph? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. We are so off topic. (laughs) That's the show. (laughs) Have you listened to this? This is what we do. There's a lot of segues. A lot of segues. Yeah. Or not the segues that you ride. Right. <laughs> I got really injured on one of those. Ones. Yeah, we used to have one that traveled with us for Kosai when I worked there. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready for that thing to move, you shouldn't be on it. When did you work for Kosai? When did I work for Kosai? 2000... 2005? Okay. Hmm. 2006 mm. with Maddie Welsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that was when I got started getting back into theater. Okay. Just from people I knew. Anyway, segue. Seg you. Justin LaBelle. <laughs> Not related to that. Boy, we did go down a rabbit hole there, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Justin, we're sorry. I'm sorry, Justin. I didn't mean to. I, I realized this. Justin LaBelle is the um, the one actor that I've worked with the most. Really? In Columbus. Yeah, this is my fifth or sixth show with him. Well, something must be going right if he keeps coming back. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, he's great. So my question for you is how, how are the shows selected? I mean, you said that there's certain shows you can or cannot do. Is that something that the the guild chooses? The guild is involved. um, Yes. And we are given a few options. Okay. Uh, Who even selects those options? People. Just. Well, I mean, David throws out some suggestions. Okay. People at the foundation throw out a few mm. suggestions. Okay. Then you have to see what's possibly available. Rights are available, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I think it's changed now. This year, the board, we had a couple of options, and the board voted hmm. on the show. We had two options that we... Are you allowed to say the other one? Not no, for next year's oh, show. Oh, for next year's show. Yeah, which we're not announcing until right. opening night. It's Equus Jr., isn't it? No, it's not Equus Jr., but it is funny how people, like... it. it, Do they try to guess? Yeah, well, you know, it's in our program, and so if somebody saw the mock-up of the program, Uh, then somebody knows, and, you know... Do you announce it when... It'll be in the program. Oh, okay. So it's already selected for next year. It's already Mm -hmm. selected for next year. It's a fun show, though. Equus Jr. is pretty fun. It's my favorite. (laughs) It's my favorite musical in the whole entire world. Wow. There, so, well, so think about that. Spoiler. Nothing, do you know David? There's nothing else like it. Not that intimately. No. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds weird on a podcast. Yeah. It? We went to school. Well, no, we didn't no, even go to school. we didn't school. even go to school together. Because I'm old. Er. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right there with you. I'm much older than I ever yeah. thought I What year be. were you? Why can't I remember? I graduated four. 2004. See, I, I was 02. And I came in in 04. You came in in I 04. started in fall of 04. So Heidi... And I literally did not know. Just and then Heidi and I yeah. connected doing Opera Columbus. We did yeah. um, abduction, uh, Mission Seraglio. You're not doing that for 
uh, Butterfly Guild? No. Yeah. But we were in, we were at Condado Tacos after the opening night performance, I I think. think. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so where are you from, Heidi? I'd been standing next to her for like, you know, three weeks and, (laughs) you know, in the dressing room, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like never really like had any conversation. Yeah, I was one of his hit girls. And you also had your (laughs) momentum kids. And so that was, um, and she was like, I went to Otterbein. I was like, when did you graduate? Um, oh, four. I was like, what? You're a dance major, right? Yeah, uh, BA theater major, dance major. Okay, yeah. Okay. And you were BFA acting or musical theater? Musical theater. Musical theater. Yeah. Very good. Otterbein. Otterbein. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the selection of the shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we, that was less of a rabbit hole, though, I must mm-hmm. say. I'm proud of us. Patty <laughs> LaBelle wins. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was. Is she still alive? Googling. I, <laughs> I think Patty You know what? I think alive. she sang A Whole New World for Aladdin. The, Patty the Lapone radio... is still alive. I know Patty oh, yeah. Lapone is still alive. But Patty, Patty. LaBelle. I think Patty LaBelle is too. I think Patty, Patty LaBelle and Luther Vandross <clears throat> might have sung A Whole New World for the radio. No, Peebo Bryson. And... Yeah. Still alive. Yeah, I thought so. She's very talented. She is. Yeah. See, we're back on Patty LaBelle. I know. <laughs> Who you thought was Aretha Franklin that none of us can think of. Patty LaBelle as and Aretha Shania Franklin. Quain. Shania, Shania Quinn. <laughs> but what is interesting, there's a lot of discussion about people have really different ideas about place selection. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of discussion, actually, this year about next year's show. Okay. Because people had very different ideas really okay um about what it should be yeah and this is the first this is the first time in a while that we've done um this year this year Mm -hmm. um that we've done a show that's not like a dis i mean Mm -hmm. they did mermaid they did beauty and the beast not necessarily kids Kids yes Mm -hmm. so this was kind of a a change something Mm -hmm. new that we're kind of exploring to see if we can get different audiences And I think that people that know the show, they might not, they're not going to bring their three-year-olds to see it like they did for Mermaid. Yeah. Although Matt Hazard, our lighting designer, he said his two and a half year old sits through the whole entire movie, loves the movie Mama Really? Yeah. yeah. A lot of kids, little kids love it. It's oh, yeah. like. It's catchy music. Though. Yeah. It's the music so is. Yeah. 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 You know. Well. And visually, it's pretty. It's bright. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Glitter. I mean, it's not, there's not a lot of adult themes in Mamma Mia. No, there, well, there are none in this. There's one. no language no. or anything? No. Okay. Works out. Yeah. That's awesome. So next year's show is selected. Selected. Mm-hmm. And it's Equus Jr., which we've established. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Equus Jr. It's not Equus. This is that's Nationwide Children's Hospital Foundation. We are not doing Equus Jr., I promise you. <laughs> there, there also is no Equus Jr. Yeah. But I always we always talk not about yet. like you know they're better than But you know who would play the doctor in Equus Jr. the musical? Who? Patty LaBelle. <laughs> Here, we go. Here it is again. <laughs> David Baggett, there you go again. <laughs> yes. I love it. This is fun. So when when we continuously go back to Patty LaBelle, my my brain that remembers things suddenly shuts off. So We were talking about um, Justin LaBelle. No, we were not. We were done with Justin LaBelle. Justin, we love you. Truly, I've never met you, but I'm sure I'm talking to a microphone as though he's up there. 
so he's probably okay. gonna listen. I know, but I'm talking to him as though he's the microphone. He's tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That That's... microphone would probably be about right where he okay. where he stood. He stands. Stood. All, stood. Stood. <laughs> All sorts of ridiculousness. <laughs> My goodness. So. Do you ever drink wine on this podcast? Ah, uh, that was uh-huh. Do we have wine? No. We can't. We've had beer. <laughs> we yeah. had beer. We had Prosecco. Rarely, actually. I oh, would we have did had beer then. here today, but I literally shot like 12 scenes with kids all day today, <laughs> so I had to clear out the fridge. So we actually kind of in. want beer. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No. No, it's no, smarter than the don't. children's show. Mamma Mia? Yeah. Or the well, one that's coming up next year's. Oh, how do we keep getting to next year's show? Because you she keep really bringing up Patty LaBelle. Yeah. <laughs> She's really I don't think there's a role for her in next year's show. I don't think. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and it's her voice type. There isn't really a role that would fit her big booming voice. Do you? Patty LaBelle would have been a good Ursula in Little Mermaid, but not as good as Andrew. Nina. Slash Nina. Yeah, that was fun. That inspired. Yeah, she was really good. He. How how many people come out for auditions? I mean, especially with a show like this, that you're kind of bringing down in size numbers wise. Um. For Beauty and the Beast, we had 206 <sighs> people audition. Oh my gosh. Um, and at the end of two days, you, you are like... I'm sorry, yeah. who? Where? <gasps> who was that? Um, yeah. Last year, Hold we had time. a <clears throat> little less. Um, and then this year, we had around 100. Because there's yeah. no kids, that probably yeah, made it Beauty and the Beast, we had, a kid, we had kids yeah. auditions, and I think we had, like, of those 206 people, like, 50 of them were kids. Yeah. So. Oh, I will give you one hint. Yes. That there will be some kids in next year's production. Substantial roles. Ro- yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for children. Substantial roles for children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So we will have, Dave and I have been talking about it. We were talking about, we have a feeling we are going to have a lot, a lot of people, of mm-hmm. a lot of I kids would, audition. We'll have probably, I would say, at least 100 kids audition with the show that yeah. we're doing next year. But we're not supposed to talk about next year. We're not okay. talking about next year or Patty LaBelle. We, so, so when you have, and what do you require for their auditions? They have to sing, they sing dance, um, do, you do a dance call. Erin, mm-hmm. what did you do yeah. to audition yeah. for this? Since you got the role of Sophie. Um, I sang. She must have done something sang? right. Uh, <laughs> I sang <clears throat> someday from Wedding Singer. You did. Yeah, okay, you did. And it's like what a minute? Did I ask? Yeah, for? I a think it was a cut. minute. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and then thirty-two dance. bars. Yes, yeah. dance mm-hmm. call then, and mm-hmm. yeah. and then there was a dance call. And um, that was it for initial auditions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so. And then yeah. come back and read from the script. Callbacks. Mm-hmm. We did dance, sing, and read. Okay. I plow through callbacks. But you have an idea, I'm sure. Not really. No, I mean, I know, like, I mean, if I called you back, then I want to see more from you for that. Yeah. But it could be something very simple as, you know, um, the only option for, you know, one of the roles is this gentleman, and now three of those women are too tall. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, it's nothing personal to them and then you just yeah. make that decision and then once you figure out I, I try and figure out who my most important person to cast is mm-hmm. and then I try and cast everything around okay. that okay. so that um, it just domino effects mm-hmm. down right and yeah. so sometimes people end up getting cast because of something that is completely beyond their con- out of their control like it, it could literally be that 
they are younger and they look better with the okay. the other person that okay. got cast because mm-hmm. they look like the person who's playing their mom yeah. and yeah. right and then all of a sudden it just is like this all works right because right. if you're called back you've done something right yes you can sing yeah right you can dance right yeah so. I, and for me as an actor that's my only goal is like I just want to call back. back. Right. And then I can work more. Especially in New York. When I was in New mm-hmm. York, it was like getting the callback was like half the, half the, more than half the battle. Yeah. Because yeah. once you got in there, then you could, you know, have the material and mm-hmm. really work and, you know. But that's also the time that you do have to realize it could come down to me literally being five foot eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Yep. Yeah. I had a, uh, I had an audition when I first moved to New York for um, a production of Happy Days, the musical, oh, at yes. good speed in Opera House. And I, I auditioned, my agent sent me in, and then I kept getting called back. And it was while I was on internship in New York mm-hmm. with Otterbein. And my, my roommate and one of my best friends was interning at that office. And that's the only reason I got the appointment in the first place. Okay. So she kept me kind of in the loop about what was going on with it and what was going on with it. And by the time I made it into the final callbacks, they ended up, it was just me and another guy. Mm. Um, and I went in and did my callback and I worked with like John McDaniel, who was the musician on the Rosie O'Donnell show that mm. used to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And he was the music supervisor on it. And I did all that stuff. And then by, by the end, I didn't get it because I could not do a front flip. Mm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was going to swing the show, and one of the tracks they wanted to have the guy do a front flip, and I couldn't, couldn't do, it. do it, and the other guy could do acrobatics. That was it. That was the only yep. reason. And it's, I mean, it's hard to walk away from that, but it's also like, well. Yeah, and then you're like, okay. well, it's not personal. No. Right? It's not personal. No. They like me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really hard to be a director because you, especially in a town like Columbus, yeah. because you have so many people that you consider to be your friends, and mm-hmm. you adore them and you love working with them and you appreciate what they do but that doesn't mean that like that's gonna like work every time right Right. and um yeah it's hard it's really it can be really hard yeah my only directing has been with children and they all get cast so right (laughs) they all all, yes they're all in it so that makes it easier but But it really like casting a show is like it's like 90% of the work because mm-hmm. if you get a good cast together like we have for Mama Mia where everybody really just fit what goals they were yeah. Yeah. like like it, you get in and you play every day mm-hmm. and you like mm-hmm. and like you know when I've got like Tim Browning mm-hmm. um, playing Sam and Ross and Doug who's been on the palace stage before and you know these actors like with those three dads I kind of let Tim kind of do his own thing mm-hmm. and he you know, I'd shape it up and I'd be like, don't yeah. go so far. And he'd be like, what if I go over here? Right. And, um, yeah. you know, with the three daughter, three daughters, the three, um, Donna, Tanya and Rosie, it's like, they, I say like, have like, you know, have genuine moments of like laughter between you mm-hmm. guys. Right. And connect with each other and play. Yeah. And, you know, so, and I think Aaron would say this has been a pretty, smooth rehearsal mm-hmm. process in that sense. Oh yeah. I'm like speaking for her and <laughs> right? I'm looking at her right now like It's true though. It's true. And coming in off book, I think did that too. Yeah. We all everyone like knew what we were, you know, knew our stuff for the most part so yeah. we could really like he said start play. To play. 
Yeah, I'll never do. I'll never direct a show again without having everyone off book. I it love makes it. it so much it's easier. One, uh, yeah. yeah, you could do so much more yeah. and go so much uh-huh. further because of that. Yeah, I, it also tells you right off the bat who has who who has put the time and energy mm-hmm. into into prepping into prepping mm-hmm. and 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 if you're only rehearsing for four weeks, it's like if they come in without it off book, it's like maybe they shouldn't. You know, yeah. if they come in still with script in their hands, maybe they shouldn't be in this show. Yep. Right? Is this going to be a red flag for me that they're not, you know, serious about what this process is, right? Do, have you ever demanded that before? No. I've never done it before. You know, Columbus Children's Theater, it's hard when I directed there because I would normally audition a week before. Yeah, so there's not, so a, there's lot not a lot of time. But I've never done it for Butterfly Guild, um, and we always audition in the fall. Because they're cast in what November or something like that? October, October this year. October. We've done yeah. as early as September. So you had you have the time yeah. to put in. Yeah. Yeah. The earlier I found this, the earlier we do the auditions, the more likely somebody is to have to drop out, though. Yeah. Because it's really hard for people to know in September mm-hmm. what they're going to be doing in January. Right. They get a job transfer. Their um, spouse, you know, yeah. gets moved and right. they're packing up their stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they have a work trip that they didn't know about so it makes it really hard so uh you know like next year we won't even have auditions for those select kids roles that are in next year's show for equus (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um uh we won't even have those auditions until the week before thanksgiving okay because i don't want those kids growing Mm. right you are changing yeah yeah, their voice changed their voice changes they they Mm -hmm. grow three inches and then all of a sudden it's all yeah. Yeah. Right. I yeah. know what I know what you're uh-huh. talking about uh-huh. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yep. I think Aaron knows what show it is cuz I think the cast yeah. knows cuz they saw the I think Do people you? saw oh, the okay. Have you guys been talking about the show? Uh, no, not a lot, but I I mean, know. I mean, have you heard people say I have heard. Once Ronnie found out. No, I'm kidding. Ronnie keeps a secret. Aww. No, I didn't I find out from Ronnie. And she is, Ronnie's playing. She's playing one of my friends. She's playing. Yes. Allie. I almost said Lisa. (laughs) And the other friend, I'm seeing the picture. Mackenzie. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mackenzie's been on the podcast. Yes, she has. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you're going to sing for us. Okay. A little preview. (laughs) So we're getting a little preview of one of the songs. Which one are you doing? Uh, I'm singing um, I Have a Dream. Which is at the very, it starts off the show and it ends the show. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Are you all by yourself on stage during this time? At this time, no. Okay. She has Patty LaBelle with yes. her. <laughs> Justin. Patty <laughs> You are so fired from this podcast. Justin, Patty LaBelle. <laughs> and Justin's going to hate me without even knowing me. No. Like, cool. She no, made fun of me no. for the entire podcast. I don't know if he'll listen to this podcast. That's not very nice of him. He works. So do I. A, like this at DeVry <laughs> as like a, a admissions counselor. Mm-hmm. So he has these like, and he has to take off all this time for the show oh, week. Really? And so I think he'll literally be working like early morning. Until There's always afternoon. a commute time. I know. Yeah. Justin. <laughs> I know, you know, I should start doing that, but I, on my morning commute to work, but I like to listen to the morning zoo because it makes me feel like I'm still like 14 years old. I didn't even know that was still running. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, Jimmy, Dave. How many Kelsey. years has that been? Like thirty-five, something like that. Dave's been on it before Jimmy. 
Wow. Yeah. We're getting old. I know. That's very sad. Yeah. Anyway, you're singing for us. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah. So whenever you're ready. Okay. I'm going to, we're using our nice rehearsal score because um, we weren't going to bring in a piano. <laughs> <laughs> my piano's in the shop too so. the, the really? baby grand uh, okay. here so we go you're ready, do you want to stand or do you want to sit it's up to you I can sit listen okay. to this director <laughs> would you like to stand or would you like to sit okay here we go here we that at the beginning and the end yeah there's a little snippet in the beginning okay. and i like how it, it's kind of cool how it starts off and ends it makes it very it makes it emotional that's very cool mm -hmm. it's a sweet moment too mm -hmm. at the end i got a little teary-eyed i did too when you were, i did too when you were looking at the moon and then when i when i turn out I, you'll see <laughs> <laughs> oh at the very end i, I got a little teary-eyed and then i after the last battle happens at the, the revolution, last, last battle, battle yeah, done, and I walk fire. off stage. <laughs> the people of Greece are sleeping in the bed. <laughs> Marie, come on, guess. Hurry up. Uh, <laughs> One day <so>. more. <laughs> I want to do that show. I think I'm getting too old for like all of the parts in that, except for Madam. Mm. At this point, mm. when I was in high school, we did the school edition. What? How did they we, do that? Like, uh, we yeah, just really. did it. We did it um, my junior year at Upper Arlington, and we were the, like the first in the one of the first in the state to do it because they had just come out with the rights. And um, and the health teacher at my school came up to I think it was my friend Matt, who was Marius, and um, I won't say her name because she might listen to this podcast. She doesn't. Um, and she was like, hey, Matt, looking really forward to seeing the play this weekend. And he was like, thanks. And she was like, I've always wondered, what does Lemon House even mean? And he was like, huh? She was like, Lemon House. Like, what does that even mean in French? Like, Lemon House. And he was like, what? The play is called Les Mis. And she was like, oh, okay. I always thought it was called Lemon House. Oh no. What? what? Yeah. She oh, also told me close. in in, in high school gym class. She also told us that um, 
being gay was um, not real. Yeah, that, that it's not a real thing, that you can't be gay. That wow. that's, like, not okay. a real thing, that that's, like, a choice and that you are... And now I think, man, if wow. that was said now, like, Mm-mm. she would be all over the news and she would lose her job in mm-hmm, public school. Probably. Wow. Yeah. Le- Lemon House? It, Lemon House. It Lemon. wouldn't take very long to figure out who it was, too, because there was only, like, three gym teachers and there were only one of them was a female. I'm going to go see that Lemon House show. My grandma, when we when it first came out, because it was, mm. like... We fell in love with Les Mis. Les Mis is still mm-hmm. one of my top musicals. Grandma. You know, I directed it and you didn't audition. That was back in 2015. And I believe I even reached out to you after I saw you in She Kills Monsters. And you didn't audition. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and that, so that would have was... been your opportunity. I know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Gone now. wow, I feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to sing I Dreamed a Dream right now? No, you don't want to sing. <laughs> was it Patty LaBelle and Peeba Bryson? Did uh-huh. they do the recorded version? A new world. Yeah. Remember that? And like Vanessa Williams did Colors of the Wind. Oh, yeah. Um, and Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Yeah. No, I thought Celine Dion she and Peebo Bryson did Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yeah. they did. And I then, love Peebo. But they I'm didn't record um, anything from Little Mermaid. That never no, was done. No. And then they did, somebody did, Michael, oh, what's his name? We got the long blonde curly Michael hair Bolton. Michael Bolton, Bolton oh, from, did uh, uh, Go the, the Distance, distance. Yep. Um, and um, <laughs> Michael Bolton <laughs> and, oh and Christina Aguilera did Reflection oh gosh oh, yeah. 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 do you know the other one though um, An American Tale do you remember Linda Ronstadt um, yeah oh I don't remember isn't that somewhere out there yes when the kids sing it that movie wrecks me. Still, oh, yeah. have you seen it oh, recently? Yeah. Not recently, really, but I still remember. It, it, it's really poignant today. The it's because of all the immigrant stuff that's in that's it. It's weird. very poignant today. Also, remember Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest? Um, yes. Yeah, because the lead character's name was Krista. <laughs> she was a fairy, right? Sort of. She was sort of. <laughs> <laughs> she was <laughs> <laughs> Robert, it was Robert Williams in his much less known acting. Uh, but he rapped in acting. it. Yeah, he did. My, my name, name is Batty. Batty. I, that's all I remember. Yeah. But my logic um, is a rat. That's and they're tearing down stops. the rainforest, which also is Tim Curry. Point. Yeah, point uh, yes. Oh man, he had that great song in it too. We the, apparently the don't learn. Song. No, we don't. We just keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Curry has the best song in that one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just every, that's not saying it. Tough. No, that's just different. That's not for Gully. No, no he sings a what is it? Slime beneath me. Ooh, yeah. slime up above. Yeah. Do you it's know who funny. needs a song in a Disney movie who doesn't have one? I could only Tom imagine Selleck. how brilliant the song would be dead. too. No, the character. Mad Madam Mim in The Sword in the Stone. She oh. doesn't have a song. I don't oh. think. Uh, no, I don't think so. That's another weird one. Oh, she would. Yeah. That'd be such a good song if they made that into a musical. She would. Mm. It would be like they could call it like Camelot the prequel. Ah. Yeah. Is that one of your favorite Disney's? N- no. <laughs> no, I just really like Mad Madam Mim when she pulls on her pigtails and turns into like you know, like a dragon. <laughs> that would be a nightmare to stage. Could you imagine oh, all would those be animal so changing? Fun. You could get Julie Taymor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think she's going to work in musical theater after Spider-Man. Oh. Now, Julie, if you want to yeah. hire me, mm-hmm. no. I wouldn't complain. I'll be mad, Madam Mim. That's good. I can Asian to that one. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, pulls on her 
This is sad that it's radio. I am sensing your next Halloween costume. Ooh, no, there you, you know go. who. You know who. You know who. I think it's like if he could be any Disney character. I think that um, Andrew slash Nina mm-hmm. West has said that mm-hmm. before. Mad Madam Mim. Oh, that would be. Perfect. I'm speaking yeah. for you, Andrew. Yeah. But if not, you should. He should also be playing Ursula in this remake instead of Melissa yeah. McCarthy. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, they're remaking it. Yeah. yeah. Another live action. Did they just do it? That was no. the TV version. This is the film version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's yeah. Enough with the live action. I know. Because like I watched Aladdin live, and I was like, it's had like they have like a lot of these remakes, these like live action don't have any heart. Some, the Aladdin one in particular. Yeah, it was yeah. really no sterile. Soul. And and yeah. um and like even what going back and rewatching Beauty and the Beast, like I think I was it was so nostalgic for me to watch it because it was my mm. favorite movie growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. Minus what we're doing next year in Butterfly Guild, which is my all time favorite movie. I've mm-hmm. seen it at least probably a hundred times. Have you really? Yeah, that movie. Oh yeah. Oh the movie. I thought you meant on the stage. Oh no, like... on stage I've seen it I don't know, six or seven. Pirates of Penzance is a good movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I think Kevin Klein was in it, and I think I Linda Ronstadt was in it. She was. We're back to Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron Marvel. <laughs> um, but wait, hold on. Um, no, it, they don't have any heart. And so it's weird because you fell in love with them as animated films mm-hmm. because they were real. They were like, you, you believed that they were real. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when you see them as real people, there's something that doesn't work with it. it also, doesn't... Beauty and the Beast is the best Disney film because the the book is so strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the book of Beauty and the Beast has yeah. so much heart to it. It does. Whereas Aladdin doesn't really have a lot of heart. Mm-mm. Yeah, some people would say Lion King what did has they a lot do? of heart, I didn't but I don't see... really like that because they weren't print. There weren't any princesses, and so I didn't have like <laughs> right. When I was little, I, I I wanted like a whole collection of all the like Prince and Princess Barbies when they came out. Yeah. And oh, they're I all out home, now. I know, mm-hmm. and I came home when uh, I got Aladdin and Jasmine for Christmas. I was mm-hmm. so excited. I like kept them prized possessions. I came home. My oldest brother had cut their heads off <gasps> and they were in the trash can. I was devastated. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Do you need some now? No. We've got them in the basement. So no. I would be more than happy to give you a No. Have. But I kind of <laughs> kicked myself because I, I sold all my... Disney VHSs to my neighbor, and apparently they're like some of them they're aren't worth, worth a lot of yeah, money. We still have a lot. We I sold like, like twenty dollars like twenty years the ago. The whole case of them probably. back mm-hmm. when people still weren't even using VHS. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, can yeah. you just take this? I yeah. remember taking stuff to like half price books, VHS tapes. They're like, yeah, it's like a penny. <laughs> <laughs> like we actually like you have to pay us <laughs> to take, take them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So. We're going to wrap up here, but um, give us the, the lowdown, whoever wants to, on how do you get tickets? How do you, how do we go see the show? And it's running Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. And there's also a Saturday afternoon show. Saturday afternoon. Okay. 7 o'clock, Friday night, 2 o'clock, Saturday, 7 o'clock, Saturday, 2 o'clock, Sunday. Okay. Four chances. Okay. But that's it. That's it's one it. weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one weekend. Okay. Um, you can go to nationwidechildrens.org, mm-hmm. and then there will be a link that you can get tickets. You can also... It's it's give.nationwidechildrens.org backslash Mamma Mia. It wow. takes you right to the page. Okay. Or you can call Kappa. Okay. And get tickets on the phone. 
You'll avoid fees if, yes, you, if that's we call. Kind of yeah, that's kind of the way to do it, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or go to their box office. Yeah. Remember when you used to be able to go to Kroger to get oh, tickets? Yeah. They were yeah. all authorized Ticketmaster yeah. sites, Oof. and it was, like, hmm. so convenient. Mm-hmm. You cannot get Not tickets any- on Ticketmaster yes. anymore. Okay. I mean, it's all, through it's all under CBS Arts now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and that kind of changed, right, when mm-hmm. we were getting ready to um, put the tickets out there, and it caused a little bit of confusion. Okay. So. And some people have Ticketmaster tickets, and some mm-hmm. people have CBS Arts tickets. Okay. Yeah. And if you bought Ticketmaster tickets, you can't, I think there's issues with, like, being able to exchange the tickets if you have to, because they don't use that. Okay anymore we digress the play runs february 28th 29th and march 1st tickets are available oh my gosh we're almost in march aren't we yeah oh, tickets yeah. are available at uh all those all those places give dot nationwide children or you can just search mama mia columbus and yeah, probably butterfly come up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um and then um i think tickets start at 23 dollars and they, they go up too yeah right? but mm-hmm. we pretty much sold out of all of our okay top tier level okay. seats those go cool. pretty quick people want them and after the show, you can get autographs, right? A lot you of can go to the stage, the stage door, Erin. We'll have many adoring fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have, yeah, I actually have family coming in from out of town Aww. on Sunday. Yeah, awesome. I'm excited. I guess it's my first stage door, too. Oh, it's so in all, fun. In all technicality. It's fun <laughs> walking out that door. Yeah. It's awesome. So get the tickets. It does usually sell out, doesn't it? Or close to, anyway. Yeah, I mean, by the middle of next week, Pretty much every good seat will probably be okay. gone. And, you know, last year I, we had people like like Jenny's Ice Cream wanted to come. Jenny of Jenny's Ice Cream. And Andrew was like, can we get her a ticket? And it was like the day before or the day of. And I was like, Andrew, you didn't tell us ahead of time. Like we, <laughs> we, we have like, we help, we hold house seats and we yeah. released them. So we like you made dissed a Jenny. seat. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, well, okay. we have boat seats that are reserved for Butterfly Guild okay. members, so then we just sell the ticket. Gotcha. We can seat them, but yeah, it'll wow. sell well. Yeah. yeah. And there's People a hearing like impaired show that they do on Sunday. 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 The Sunday Very show. Cool. So we have interpreters awesome. coming. And... That's awesome. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm excited for you guys, and I'm I'm excited also just because of what this stands for. It's mm-hmm. a very, it's a great, great, thank great, you. great yes. cause. So thank you for doing this. It's not even really about supporting mm-hmm. the the work that we do. It's like being a part of something greater and being able to mm-hmm. support like the services that the yeah. hospice and palliative care unit at Nationwide Children's gives to families like things that are that insurance doesn't cover like you don't even realize that like massage therapy for families is important because their life is constant non-stop taking care of their kid and like just being able to like relax for a minute or have music therapy come in they Mm -hmm. do grief counseling they do um because this is palliative care hospice is probably the worst thing a parent can yeah and you know it's a really actually i I was it's a really hard um uh i would i would imagine that it would be it's hard because when you ask a corporation you know for sponsorship for Mm -hmm. something and you say you can either give it to the heart wing yeah which is going to save the kid's life you know yeah or for hospice it's hard because like you know but it's it's a great 
service mm-hmm. that Nationwide Children's offers. Yeah. Um, and I, of course, one that, you know, I say we will all be so lucky that we would never have to utilize yeah. it as parents. I'm not a parent, but I can't imagine that yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's great. And um, it really does make a difference. It's awesome. Um, Laura, Laura Rosica, who's in charge of the hospice and palliative care program every year is, is like, <laughs> you don't understand, like mm-hmm. y- any money you give us, like literally goes to these families. It goes right back into yeah. what it is. And you have a connection, right, Erin? Yeah. Um, there was actually a family. I work at the Gardner school in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And this was on the news. So we I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't on the news. It was the, it was the Lavelle's. Um, yep. They were featured on there and, um, I actually met um, their daughter years ago mm-hmm. um, when she was still an infant, and I've gotten to know all of the kids um, oh, cool. and the, just the family and gotten to know them, and they're yeah. coming to the show, and it's really cool to That's awesome. be able to talk with them about it and yeah. to be a part of it, because I right. just, I feel... And to have a live just, connection mm-hmm. with what you're physically doing. That's yeah. awesome. And they're, they're awesome. Awesome people. Awesome family. Very, cool. Very inspiring. Very cool. We'll break all the legs. I'm excited to Thank see you. it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you guys for yeah. coming on. Thanks, Krista. Well, it's fun. I should come fun. hang out here more often. Yeah, it's a place to be, man. Talk about Patty LaBelle. Oh, yeah. We should do a podcast just on Patty LaBelle I think, now. I think I did. And we can bring Justin LaBelle <laughs> on to talk about his Aunt Patty. It's, I really don't think it's his Aunt Patty. <laughs> I'll ask him later. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll text him. Many apologies to Patty and Justin for <laughs> That was that was, was that the Patty cue to end. Oh. This no, is like the Oscar music. The I'm getting I'm getting played off the stage. So thank you for listening to Speak Easily. I'm looking at Ben because I'm gonna let you end it out. Thank you guys for oh. listening to Speak Easily. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, find us on iTunes, like, subscribe, find us on Facebook, that's kind of our primary landing page where you can ask questions, suggest guests make fun uh, of us for not knowing aretha franklin it's gonna happen it's it's coming we kind of deserve it to be honest i know i feel actually i feel yeah. very bad yeah our brains weren't working yeah as soon as yeah. i saw aretha franklin of course it's aretha franklin <laughs> aretha franklin aretha 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 frank franklin and listen one hour before showtime with student id 50 percent off any Ooh. ticket okay wait nope no. Don't post. Can you cut that out? <laughs> I'm, serious. I'm serious. No, it says literally like, okay, yeah. don't put that in there. So thank you guys for coming on. It was not official. <laughs> thank you guys for coming today. This is Speak Easily. And Ben, I'm going to let you go ahead and sign off. If you okay. would, please. Hey, uh, <laughs> again, and uh, watch out for the bath salt zombies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>